from the corporate cage she's a rookie to the stage coming from the outside outside familiar with the set she's a theater vet willing to be my guide Lights, what? sound, what? it's time for huh? the show What's Places, happening? places, and ready, go right. Make the words fly off of the page Stage right. inspire you to get up on the stage Stage right, Please show me the way Stage right, come on girl, let's play Stage right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're recording And Lindsay's laughing at me because... Next week I want to record her vocal exercises. (laughs) Unlike anything I've ever witnessed. Well, here's the thing. It's also... Okay, it's technically not morning anymore, but I'm a theater person. So morning for us is like any time until like 1 p.m. Anytime until you decide exactly. Correct. And so we're recording earlier today than normal. um, And so my voice is, you know, not... Not warm yet. Can you give them a taste of some of your vocal <laughs> warm-ups? Uh, well, you Wait, know. The people want to learn more. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. But I love a good warm-up. Um, and so I was doing some, some rubbing, some sound into my nose. She's rubbing her nostrils while she does this. Hmm. I was yawning. Hmm. <sighs> Raising the soft palate, dropping the jaw. There you go. Yes, girl. She made me on. It's science. Mm -hmm. I was blowing through my lips. And through my tongue. (laughs) That was my personal favorite. (laughs) She made me laugh, but it isn't every warm-up I do. It works, okay? And my voice here, uh, now it feels better. Oh, good. It sounds a lot better. So here I am, ready to record with you, girl. Yes. That's Lindsay. And that's Morgan. And this is Stage Right Week 3. Yes. Welcome back. Welcome back, us. (laughs) We're here again, coming at you from the closet. That's right. Been a very eventful week. I've seen Lindsay around the theater several times this week. Carrying furniture, (laughs) dancing in front of mirrors. I mean, girl, you were dancing. I was dancing. And making friends, it seemed. Of course. I was challenged last week to get to know three cast members. I said, (laughs) too easy. I'll get to know all of them. I say. Um, She (laughs) is, is immersed in our life at our little theater and true to form as she said they were dancing this week yes we had so normal rehearsal schedule i think is monday through thursday mm-hmm. 7 to 10 p.m mm-hmm. and then sundays 1 to 5 Ooh. this week however we did monday tuesday wednesday 7 to 10 we were mm-hmm. off thursday then friday night 7 to 10 saturday 1 to 5 and also today uh, one to five with, with like staggered calls. So it's not everyone all day Sunday, but like some people mm. will be there the whole time. Half of us get to come halfway through. Um, but I was like, man, that's, that's every day of the week almost. Yes. You're and then on the that life. off day, you are quite tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're living the life right now. Okay. We'll get into it in a second. I'm so excited to talk to you about week three. We do want to have, we have one, I think shout out this week to my buddy, yeah. my singing Angel, mm-hmm. who teaches me when I am on or off pitch. <laughs> her name is Caitlin. 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 I don't know much about her musical past, but it sounds like she was born to sing beautifully, and that's Aww. what she does. Fortunately, I was put in a group with her. Uh, I would say women two or women three, but sometimes we're also men one. Mm-hmm. We we fluctuate. <laughs> and uh, if it were not for her, not only would I still be 
trying to listen to my recordings and sounding ridiculous, I don't think I would have made it through the first week. So thank you, Caitlin. Caitlin, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I sat next to Caitlin last night. I saw her at another place we both um, frequent, which is Dallas Comedy House. We were at an event last night. I sat next to Caitlin and she was telling me all about y'all's crazy week of rehearsal. And I said, I was like, you know, you have been such a buddy to Lindsay in this process. I was like, is it okay if we shout you out on our podcast? And she said, of course. And so Caitlin, thank you for helping Lindsay through this amazing, but challenging experience. And very fun. Shit. Yes. So Thanks ha- also for all the laughs. Thanks. <laughs> so you're laughing. That's good. You're still laughing. That's, that's right. That's a, that's a positive sign. All right. So let's get into it. You had an eventful week this week in rehearsal. Yes. So this week three of podcast, but week two of rehearsal. Mm-hmm. So we this was where we focused on dancing. So the first mm. week we learned all of our musical parts in a whirlwind. And then this week we focused mainly on choreography. So day one. I was really excited to go in. I was like, finally, I just get to like follow someone physically. I don't need my brain as mm-hmm. much for this. Mm-hmm. I can see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And the very first number we do, it was, uh, it's not the opening number, but like the title song, Mamma Mia. Mm. And uh, they're like, okay, like here's, you do this and this, and then for eight counts, do whatever you want, but end up here. I'm like, wait, what? I wanted specific instructions. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with my oh. hands? <laughs> They said, do whatever you want. Yeah, you, like, dance. Freestyle. Yeah, like, as your character, you have to find purpose and be very specific in your movements. Okay. Uh, I'm like, great. Can you tell me specifically what those movements should be? (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, so you were... You were expecting, okay, five, six, seven, eight, here's yes, the choreo. The whole time, which there are parts of that. Like yeah. other songs that we did, more hip hop style things, and it's, yes, you come here, you cool. do this, you do not fluctuate from that. But then, but even within that, sometimes it's an eight count, and then, hey, improvise here, do this type of dance in this type of location, and then be back here at this time to do this thing, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. makes so much sense after, like, thinking of shows that I've seen, you know, just come in with one idea of, great, I'm going to have directions. <laughs> but, uh, it, it was it was fun though. You kind of realize how many choices they they allow actors to make. Oh so yeah. You and the director said something that made me laugh. He was like, "You have to come to the table with ideas. If you don't come to the table, you don't eat. <laughs> or like with something you don't eat." Yes, I love that phrase. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, "That's oh, great." Oh shoot, I need to bring, find something to bring to the table. <laughs> Because I was just there already with my silverware, ready to eat. (laughs) Yes, I really like that a lot and plan on using it. We'll talk about that more in a second. Good, keep going. So what else? I mean, so, okay, so day one, they asked you to freestyle. So what did you do? Well, it it wasn't really freestyle dancing. It was like, as your character, like, be in this world, do something, find someone to interact with, Mm -hmm. or, you know, if you're... Like, there was, like, a bartender, like, make a drink, like, just all these sorts Mm. of things, which actually brought up a question that is still somewhat unanswered. I'm like, well, like, how many props are there? Because with with improv, you never have props, and you just make it all up with motions. Right. So I'm like, is that what some of us are doing? You know, are we we making motions? Or, like, do we... Or do we create the motion now, and then we have to go find a prop to fit it? You know, like, I... That was kind of unclear to where I was like, I, I feel paralyzed because, you know, it's just a stage. You're like, imagine tables here and this, that. And once mm-hmm. we actually got tables on the floor, it kind of made a bit more sense. Sure. But at first I'm sitting there kind of, wait, so I pretend there's a table here or, right. or there's going to be a table here. Like, I think there's probably going to be a table here. But, you know, when we talk about drinks or writing on a notepad, like the, those are things that from my improv world, I was like, 
real things or fake things? Okay, good question. So it can be both. It depends on the production. There are certain plays where definitely you are pantomiming the props. Yeah. Uh, Our Town comes to mind, which is a really famous play that was written um, many years ago. They pantomime their props for the most part, Mm -hmm. but you will probably be having real props. However, this brings up kind of um, something interesting that I can touch upon, which is I always say actors have three tools, their voice, their body. And do you think you can guess the third? Their mind? Yeah, really (laughs) close. Very close. And it has something to do with what we were just talking about, their imagination. Okay. So... In this stage of the rehearsal, it's actually really important. And it's not just like, oh, your imagination. No, it actually is a muscle that can be made stronger. And the more you use it, the stronger Mm -hmm. it gets, just like anything else. And it's important, just like you and I talked about, I think, in your audition, like when you had to imagine your scene partner there, even though you're really talking to a wall, you have to be flexible, unfortunately, a lot in these rehearsals, meaning like it could be a a tiki bar. It could be small round tables. It could be coconut cups. It could be beer steins. Right now, pantomime it. And then closer to tech week, they're going to start layering in what it's really going to be. Yeah. So for right now, I would just say worry less about what that's actually going to be and worry more about who this person is Mm -hmm. that you're creating and what they would be doing in this world. Yeah. Was that tricky for you? No, no, no. Like, so once, once we kind of got into mm-hmm. that, because the director, he just grabbed like a handful of us like on break stuff. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. with your character, mm-hmm. you have to have a secret. Ooh. Come up with a, or secret or ulterior motive is what he was calling it. I was like, I can't just be a friend who, who or the way he phrased it was, why did you come to this wedding? Yes. My character, because my yes. character's best friend is getting married. Correct. I was like, can I have just come to the wedding for her to have a great wedding and for me to want her to be happy? Mm. He was like... Nope. No. I was like, everyone has to have like a nefarious like motive. He's mm-hmm. like, yep. <laughs> that's the way theater works. Yeah, it, yeah. And that's what makes it dynamic and interesting to watch. I was like, but I mean, I've gone to weddings where I just genuinely want them to be happy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a real thing that can happen. Sure. He's like, not in this show. <laughs> well, it brings up something I've heard and say sometimes, which is a play is never about the day nothing happened. Oh, yeah. A play is always about the day everyone chooses to make a big, giant choice. Uh, (laughs) Today is the day I'm going to say that thing I've always wanted to say. Today is the day she's going to run away and marry the guy. You know, that's why it's a play, because today today is the day something big is going to happen, and this audience is going to watch and be part of that. I love that. That's great, because no one wants to watch the play where everything goes according to plan. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) that's why we go... Yeah, I mean, that's our real life. And, I mean, I guess there's some people who, you know, they like reality TV, but even that is manufactured to some extent for drama. Yeah. So, yeah, he's right. I really like that. Yeah, Um, yeah. So so you asked me what I did. mm -hmm. So after coming up with my ulterior motive, which mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say, because it is a secret. It's an actor's secret. Well, <laughs> but what I will say... I want to know! Oh, ooh, then you'll have to come to the show and guess. Okay, I will. <laughs> but my, like, my secret or ulterior motive involves kind of another person, so I was able to, like, in my actions either approach or, like, make moves towards that person, which it's it's not big and showy. And, and it's only, like, eight counts, so it's not intended to be this dramatic oh, it's only me eight counts. Okay, doing okay, okay. something incredible. You know, it's it's just fill this time until Living. we... Yeah. yeah, live, and then this group will dance together again. 
Um, so like during that time I can just make subtle movements like to where I now have a purpose. Whereas before I was like, try to look like I know what I'm doing and now <laughs> hit the moves. <laughs> you guys should see her. She's like popping her shoulders, doing some amazing chest choreo. But that's part of shoulders. the number. There's some, ah! there's oh, some she, shoulder pops. Gosh, I show you her shoulder pops. Okay. That's official. I'm going to have to video her shoulder popping. Maybe doing some choreo. Give y'all a sneak peek. I'm really good at shoulder pops. I just love though, this conversation though, about ad libs and living in the world of the play. Um, because as someone who is not, you know, well-trained in, in theater, mm-hmm. it's easy to go to a show and not be able to tell what's an actor's choice versus the director's. Mm-hmm. And it's probably different for each play. Some directors have different styles, I'm sure. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what I, I never gave much thought about did they mean to move, move their pinky in this way? Did they mean to turn and step halfway towards the character when they talked? Like, I, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. but you have like your subtle impulses that the director lets come through. So it's like, Oh, so, so they don't just follow every single instruction the whole time. No. Yeah. Well, that also gets into there's certain styles of directors yeah. and certain directors. Actually, they make a lot of choices for you. Some yeah. are very quote unquote organic and there's like, you know, all right, just get up there and do whatever you feel. Um, I like to think of myself as somewhere kind of in the middle. Yeah, um, yeah. I like to give my actors some structure. For example, we were working on Romeo and Juliet yesterday, staging the scene, act three, scene five, which is the scene where... Let me just go there in my <laughs> photographic memory. Thanks, Morgan. I'm sorry. It's a really big scene in the play. So, you know, people might know it. It's the scene where uh, Juliet's father just goes ballistic and basically says, if you don't marry Paris, I'm kicking you out into the streets. There we go. And so it was a really fun rehearsal. But there were times where, you know, there's a high, there's high emotion happening and there's some physicality. He's pushing her and there's a shove. And... I'm giving them the basic shape of what I want. I want you to cross, but I want you to cross when you feel the impulse to cross mm-hmm. or you're going to turn toward her at some point, but it needs to be when you, you when know, feels right. right. So it's like, I'll give them the basic shape, but I still want them to within that be able to make choices or if something doesn't feel right that I've had them do be like, uh, you know, can I cross here instead? Or I really felt like I should just plant my feet there and not, and not move. So yeah, I like a director that it sounds like like what you're working with. Yeah, yeah. He, like I said, the bring food to the table or you mm-hmm. don't eat. He, he was kind of like, you have to give me something to mold. Like you give you put something out there and I can correct it yes. and shift it, but mm-hmm. you have to you have to put something out there, mm-hmm. which which was fun because I I don't know I think I probably would have <laughs> thought about it before we got to the part where we're just saying the lines just show up. Like, so so what do you want to do? <laughs> so I'm here. Yeah, I brought but... a snack. What do we do? <laughs> Well, but there's also some, some beauty to that, especially you, Lindsay. Um, you are a very, to let our listeners know just a little about you, you're a very regimented person, uh, regimented. It's a, a very polite way to say you, that. I'm no, very you obsessive. <laughs> She's, she, you know, wakes up early. She works out regularly. She eats very well. She keeps a strict schedule. I mean, you, you were an athlete. I know I keep saying that, but it's a very athlete mindset. You show up half an hour early to warm up. You hydrate. You don't fill your body with alcohol. You know, you, you, you have that regimented lifestyle. So for you to be able to show up and feel 
unprepared for that opening scene is kind of great <laughs> because it's uh, I, I would be the kind of director to throw you those curveballs every once in a while to yeah. like kind of knock you in a good way yeah. off your your little even keel you <laughs> just got to going. laugh at me <laughs> no <laughs> to make me unbalanced to open you up and no no to challenge me yeah unlock you know something i don't know yeah yeah um, anyway it it was fun cuz i you know i have like six lines let's let's not think it's more than that but uh one of them i had a question i was like you know i think this is a joke but if it is i don't get it cuz i re- <laughs> i was like i read it this way but i think it might be this way and he was like well like the second one, he was like, "That's what it is." He was like, "But I, can, but I like the first. It can be the first one. Just mm. Do it that way." I was just kind of, "Oh, no rules!" <laughs> yeah, have fun. Because mm-hmm. I was like, "That's that was my first gut reaction of like, oh, I think that's what the joke is." But as I've learned more about the show, I'm like, maybe maybe it's not a joke. <laughs> it's like, you know, and it's just like a side comment that people will forget about in ten seconds. But it was just a fun thing of like another choice I get to make. Exactly, and, and that leads into another thing I wanted to talk about today: mm. costume. So I'm sure it depends on what theater you're in and who, all of these things. But at least for our production, um, the director gave me, like, here's what I'm thinking. Go find it kind oh. of thing. It, it'll be really hard for people to hear this, the people who know me and see me dress. But I'm I'm not an expert on fashion. Oh. Yes. I, I know. It's hard. I, you're looking at what I'm wearing right now and you're blown away I'm, that this is not designer. I actually am thinking... <laughs> no, I'm sitting here thinking about you and your fashion and there are times you look quite cute. The same seven shirts are on rotation. <laughs> you have some very cute business casual... Thank you. Thank you. I just... You know, I need to see you seven times corporate. and our friendship has to end because I have no more clothes <laughs> to put into this. <laughs> like, but you're very... No, I just... Give yourself some credit. I'm joking. It's just like, it's not something it's not like, okay, like this, we're going right. for this look. All right. So you gave me a few things. So that that's kind of a fun challenge to, okay. to have to put together this character. Like each thing has to be a choice for the character. It's not, well, I have this. <laughs> can like, I? Can I make it work? Yeah. So I have a way I could help maybe. Oh boy. Okay. So have you heard of a little app called Pinterest? Mm, what what is this? Is it from another galaxy? <laughs> it is not. It is from our galaxy, but it has honestly Pinterest has revolutionized the way that I design uh, okay. costumes and sets for my shows and just get inspiration. I say it at first and people are like Pinterest, really? I'm like, "No, it's great." So it I encourage you to start a Pinterest board for your character. Okay. And start pinning fashion pieces that inspire you. Yeah. Kind of a vision board of sorts on your phone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so one thing about th- I thought this was funny. Mm. Uh so there are two friends in in mm-hmm. the play. There's there's the main daughter mm-hmm. and the lead and then she has two friends. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "One of them, the other one, we're going to play her really slutty." He's like, "But I want to play you really nerdy." And I was like, "What what about me made you think nerdy instead of slutty? I don't understand." <laughs> <laughs> And then, then he's like, oh, those glasses, I'm loving it. The, you should wear those for your character. I'm like, I thought these were cool, bro. I like these glasses. I love your glasses. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, he's like, no, no, no. There's like, there's cool hipster nerdy versus, you know, nerdy nerdy. I was like, oh, just, just walk away. You're cool you, hipster You nerdy. have dug yourself in deep enough. I love these glasses. I will keep wearing them. <laughs> Her glasses are gold rimmed. Um, aviator. Aviator style beautiful 
I love. I, I see love them. very clearly through them. Oh, great! Yes, yes. It's so they're also efficient. Yes, they do and their job well. Good. So let's get back. Okay, so costumes. You are. It's it's kind of like you. From what I'm hearing, is she's kind of like you, but kind of not. So let's give some adjectives to describe your character. Okay. Um. Well, nerdy. Okay. Since you led with that. So let's let's steer away from terms. That well, do you consider the term nerdy a positive or a negative connotation? In this connotation, I'm going with positive. Okay, great. My only advice is let's not describe our character in any way that's in any way judgmental. Okay. Um, do you want to know, or do you um, have any ideas why that might be? Because I want to like her. Because mm-hmm. I'm her. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can't judge our character. Like evil people don't know they're evil. So a lot of times, my students will say like, "Oh, she's just." Uh, She's just so evil. I'm like, well, no, that's not evil. People don't know they're evil. So how has she justified it in her correct. mind? Correct. Why does she like this outfit? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is the motivation behind this fashion choice? Okay. So nerdy. What else? Um, uh, gosh, is she introvert or extrovert? I think extrovert. Well, she's like loud and spontaneous. There you go. Kind of a contrast. Loud, spontaneous. Contrast to the other characters. I mean. Quirky? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Eclectic? Sure. Sure. So these are all ways you can start to build. I imagine her as confident. Like, you know, if someone has like a quirky style, they're not wearing it because everyone else likes it. It's, they think they look good. Bold? They're, yeah, bold. Bold. Yeah. So I love all these adjectives. These are, this is a good place to start. So, um, taking that, going into Pinterest searching for some different fashion items, kind of going down some rabbit holes. You honestly might. Yeah. Go to Amazon then at that point. Once you've gathered your vision board, you kind of know the kind of look, go to Amazon, start looking around, start looking at, you know, um, department stores, thrift stores. Yeah. It, it's so not the nerdy part, <laughs> but when he described, he, he named a few elements. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like some socks that look like this or like, uh, some this or whatever. It, like kind of, I thought of a certain friend and not so much her style. Um, but she has, she, she's really into fashion. I've seen some of her like closet pieces that she's like designed. Mm. And so I like thought of her, I was like, I need to be her, oh. a, a certain element of her. Uh-huh. So I, I may reach out to her and, uh, give her some ideas and see if she has any, any thoughts. Um, Amuse. Yeah, because it was just, as he described her, and she popped in my head. I'm like, I feel like this is the vibe. There you go. Um, so so let's talk about some pieces for her. I mean, do you know what kind of scenes you have? Is, isn't there a party scene? Yeah, so, a... well, there's one party scene, but we're all, all of the women are dressed similarly, so I don't okay. have to look unique. This It is fun, though, because he was like, I imagine your character just wearing, like, chucks, like, all the whole show. <laughs> so everyone else is dancing in ca- the character shoes, which are, like, they have a bit of a heel and I'm just in tennis shoes, even at the <laughs> wedding, even at the party scene, which is like a bachelorette party. Everyone else has to dance in heels. I'm like, sorry about it, guys. And you're like over there in your sneakers. I, I secretly think it's because I'm a giant and I already look way larger than the other women. So oh, it's like, please no. don't make her any taller. Nothing wrong with being tall now. Nothing wrong. I actually wrong. read a study this morning that said tall women are more likely to live longer. So uh, high five yeah. for us. See you around earth when everyone else is yeah no, that, i shouldn't have made that joke <laughs> we're gonna be living I, i'm i'm on it we're gonna be living yeah forever everyone else is gone because we're tall <laughs> that's right 
It's okay. <laughs> anyway. Oh, anyway. I regret saying all of that. <laughs> okay, so... I'm not sure if I can convince you to edit it out. <laughs> I don't think I will. I'm gonna stay in. Well, I'll try. <laughs> I love you. Okay, so you're, you are in Chuck Taylor's. Everyone else is in heels. So the wedding, yeah. dr- the wedding scene you don't need to worry about. What yeah, about so other costumes? He said basically two day outfits and then, then a wedding okay. outfit. So... She a pants kind of girl or skirt kind of girl? Well, I I think shorts. It's oh shorts. It, well, it's grease summertime. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So, but he was like, you know, it could be shorts and a sweatshirt if if you wanted. And he's, I'm sure, sure there's a breeze. <laughs> we were sure layers are fun on stage. So yeah. like cardigans or like a slow, a little sweater. I feel like I don't. It doesn't have to match perfectly from mm-hmm. the quirkiness. It's like there can be some bold things that maybe it doesn't match, but. I still think it looks good. <laughs> I'm glad he's letting you keep your glasses because I think they're. I'm just really glad because I'm out of contacts. I know I've had to like, <laughs> rush to you know get the eye doctor appointment, order them. It's just such a hassle being an adult. So I'm really pumped that I don't have to do any of that. <laughs> well, especially come closer to Tech Week, you're not going to have time, honestly. For uh, I hate to break it to you, for like real adult life things, your your house is going to turn into show house. Have we talked about no. show house? No. Yeah. My no, everything's per- going to be out of order now. Yeah, my house is perpetually in show house. Um, this is a nightmare. Yeah. I quit. <laughs> no, no, I'm her kidding. face is like, I'm she's kidding. like really upset. But you already did talk about, I mean, it's taken up a lot of your time. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen your husband much lately. <laughs> I mean. Um, Fortunately, it's a busy season for him work-wise okay. also. So we're like, well, at least it's like at the same time instead of. Well, that's you know, good. Like, you're sitting around like, we normally do things together and you're gone. Well, that's actually good. <laughs> yeah, so then maybe this well. time of year is every year you do a show at this time of year because it's his busy season or something. That's cool. Yeah. So costumes, is there anything else you want to talk about with that? I don't, I don't think so. I think we covered most of that. <gasps> that's going to be, I just got it. <sighs> Y'all, I had been struggling. I'm just going to full disclosure confession. I'd been struggling with what Lindsay's homework was this week. And she just helped me figure it out. It's going to be a Pinterest board. Yeah. You got to make a Pinterest board for <laughs> your character. I'll help you. It'll be okay. so fun. I can collaborate on it with you. Okay. And, and I'll show you how fun it can be. I'm very much looking forward to it. Oh, good. It's discovery for this. It's our, this it's girl. a step in our friendship. It is. We're holding hands. There's a special bond that happens when two women look at Pinterest together, and I don't think it's easily broken. I feel it already. We're gripping hands really hard. Okay, moving on. Costumes, check. Oh, can I show you? I brought you something this week. Ooh, I like presents. I mean, well, you don't get to keep it. I don't like presents. My jazz shoes. Oh, aren't they cute? They well, are black. They're worn out. They tell them. Tell up. them what you see. They are black. They're kind of, you know, a normal shoe holds its shape. This shoe, I feel like, much like a sock, could be wrapped into a little ball. But it has, <laughs> like, hard rubber pieces of the sole. So it's not like one sole. It's one, two, three, four pieces, or three, mm-hmm. that can kind of give you flexibility in the foot, I would mm-hmm. say. It's what we call a split sole. So I was trying to explain to you with my hand oh, in episode okay. one. So instead you made me explain it to everyone. So I look silly. Thank you. No, there it's, it's interesting to see what a person who's never seen a jazz shoe, like how they would describe it because it is a very different, um, no, I wish I was like, it's black next. It's black. And it also <laughs> and it has a pink. It strike. surprises. Now, not all jazz shoes look like this. A lot of jazz shoes have a hard sole. I chose to get one with a hard sole. On the 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 part that has a soul is hard, and then in the center it, there is no soul, so that's a split soul. 
And yeah, these are, I got these cause they have a little bit of color in them cause I like color, but I definitely need some new jazz shoes. Y'all my soles are coming up. I've officially, I think worn out this pair. So I wanted to show you cause you've never seen, but I you don't have to wear them. I don't have to wear them. And the, what's interesting is with the heels, I guess there's some type of sticky thing. They set a name for it that you can put on the bottom of your mm-hmm. heels. That mm-hmm. way you don't slide. Cause some mm-hmm. of the women put them on to our hip hop routine mm-hmm. and it became quite dangerous. <laughs> so they yeah. took them off cause they needed to go by that thing before they could, uh, put on, I don't know the name of it. I'm very sorry. They're, oh gosh, what are they? But it's just They're... like a grip. Like yeah. it's, it's intended specifically for that purpose mm-hmm. to, to help you have grip on the stage. So you don't slide around. They're little rubber. Yeah sticky things that you put on the ball of your foot and on a wood floor, you definitely should have them. So, well, that's good. You don't have to wear a jazz shoe or a character shoe. Just the same shoe the entire time. The converse as we discussed. Very much looking forward to that. Love it. All right. What's next? The, The other thing we were told this week by, I don't remember if it was the director or stage manager, someone told us that Mm -hmm. we have to finish our bios this week. (gasps) And the bio is, you know, where you go and it's in the program and mm-hmm. they read, this is Morgan. She's done 40 amazing plays <laughs> and she's done all these other things and climbed Mount Everest and yes. she dedicates this performance to the Pope. So yeah, I was like, great. My bio will be Lindsay has been singing in showers across the globe yes. for over two decades. Yes. She has danced at weddings across mm-hmm. the country, and mm-hmm. she's excited to bring her <laughs> skills to you today. This performance is dedicated to all of her fans. Yes. Uh, are you so are you are you being sarcastic and saying you're feeling intimidated about what to write? Well, I feel like the point is to write about like who you are as a performer, as an actor, and like mm-hmm. all the things you've done because it's all the ones that I have read so far, and. And I, I have nothing to put in that container. My, my bucket there is empty. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I don't know what else to write. And I was thinking, oh boy, maybe I can just pass. Cause you know, sometimes people no. just start showing. Well, I've been to some of, I think it's even your, some of your place. Like not all the kids have a photo and yeah. something. So, so I'm That's like, cause they're irresponsible teenagers they who, missed didn't the deadline. Turn, who didn't turn in their photo and bio. Shout out to any of you that are listening to this. <laughs> turn in your bio. Okay. Anyway, sorry. This just gave me false hope that I could just not do it. So I was like, no, Oh, perfect. I'll just be one of the it. ones that aren't, aren't photographed. <laughs> you have to do it. So you're, but, but I understand the struggle, especially because this is your first show and you're not sure what the shape of that is. Exactly. So, Cause uh, I don't know. It's one of those things. Like when you do something for the first time, mm-hmm. you can, in your head, just pretend like you've been doing this forever and no mm-hmm. one knows it's your first time. If you write in your bio, Hi everyone, this is my first time. Then I've, I'm sure people don't read every single bio, but it's just that thought of now everyone knows. I'd rather them not know and me just do my thing and blend in. Okay, well we you know the about... world revolves around me, Morgan. That's all anyone in that theater will be thinking about that I know. night. <laughs> and here's the thing, Lindsay, and I'm gonna be like super honest with you because so we were talking about this a little bit before we recorded today, and you are hesitant, and I understand you're hesitant to share with people that this is your first time because it can be insecure to put yourself out there like that. It's just an added layer of pressure. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, I can just remove that. I can control this. And people just don't know. But what if, if it's in your bio, I understand it about it in rehearsal for sure. Cause rehearsal is just such a sensitive space and you're having a lot of new thrown at you and this They're and that. Dancing circles around <laughs> me and singing beautifully. So for a bio though, 
that's after the rehearsal's over and the process is, the performance is already happening. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. For me, it's like, it might be a little different and I'm not in your shoes. So fair enough, but almost like proud of yourself, stand in your confidence of, yeah, this was my first time. And, and I'm so, um, thankful for everything I learned and proud of what I've accomplished. Kind of, you don't have to put all that, but you know, I, I was, also just genuinely wondering if I decide, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with where, but then what do you write? How do you fill up this sure. little paragraph so where then, people have all their accolades? <laughs> so I would just, but as far as the being a beginner, I wouldn't put all those like emotional things. I would just say something like Lindsay is thrilled. You could just say something like Lindsay is thrilled to be performing in her first production at and. NTPA, the name of the theater. Ah, uh, ooh. And then... Uh, ambiguous. Yeah. Leaves so room for like, interpretation. And then, honestly, I would highlight your improv background. Because that's not um, insignificant, number one. It has definitely helped you in, in this uh, process. And number two, it is something that people will be able to grasp onto and relate to kind of the, not gateway, but like the bridge. Natural progression. Yeah, the bridge that got you here. Um, because the truth is you wouldn't have been doing this if you hadn't been doing improv comedy because that was how you and I met. Yeah. You know what I mean? So That was Morgan's way of saying this performance is dedicated to her. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I'm mortified. If you don't dedicate your performance to me and your The podcast bio, is over. You're dead to me. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm really just kidding, but there you go. So, so don't ignore, I would say, play up your improv. You can say the basics of where you went to school if you want to, or where you, you know, you could say some, some quip about working in the corporate world by day, but performer by night or something like that. And then I, a lot, most people do a dedication at the end. Okay. She'd like to say thank you to her husband, her dog, and her best friend, Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) In all caps, in bold, and underlined, and italicized. (laughs) But does that clear anything up? No, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start with an opening line about how excited you are. Okay. Go into your experience about improv. You could say something like, she's new to the... Um, I like the first performance at this theater. Yeah, there you go. Interpret it how you want. Interpret it how you will. <laughs> well, just meaning like she got her, yeah, she got her start in improv comedy, something like that. Okay. So I don't know. Well, I can help you write it or that can be more homework. Ooh. Come up with Pile a sample. Pile it on. <laughs> a sample. Well, it's due today, Bye. so it will be happening oh. today. I specifically have put it off telling myself, well, it's great. It'll be a good thing to talk about with Morgan on our podcast. Well, good. I That's mean, how you justify procrastination. Is you say we're going to talk about it on the podcast. Yes. So you have some ideas? All the ones you just gave me, yeah. Perfect. I mean, you can text me later if you want and we can... Yeah. No, I, I now feel confident that I can write it and not feel feel ridiculous in the process. Cool. Okay. So anything else on bio? Are you feeling, feeling good? That is it on bio. Okay. Uh, ooh, so here's a fun thing. Okay. So they send out, they've been sending out the schedule kind of two weeks in advance because, you know, mm-hmm. general Monday through Thursday and Sundays, but based on availability for the choreographer and sure. other people, they've had to make some tweaks. So and things can change. Yeah. So they sent out last week with the, the times and which songs we'll also be working on, which, which mm-hmm. is nice. So I can make sure I have the music down before we get in, in the rehearsal room for that. 
But the this upcoming week, <laughs> it says, uh, you know, each day and the time and next to it, blocking. And then, like, cat, like who shows up was to be determined. Uh-huh. So I interpret that to mean, uh, like, we're just blocking your time. We don't know what's happening. I'm just blocking your time. <laughs> oh, okay. And so, so I was laughing because I walked up to someone. Uh, it was Caitlin. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, I was going to ask about blocking, but I realized, like... <laughs> Like, I get it now. It's so obvious. Me meaning, like, blocking time. And she was like, oh, yeah, you get it now? And so now oh, I'm laughing no. about how we had this moment where I almost <laughs> asked the right question. I was like, no, I got this. And she was like, okay, good. And I walk away. And then just, like, happened, I don't know, they've mentioned the term blocking. Like, well, let's work on some blocking real quick. Like, you stand here. And I, then I, so someone else, I'm like, does blocking mean, like, something else mm. than what I want it to mean? <laughs> So, so I'm like, oh, okay. I now know what we're doing next week. I just kept thinking, maybe one of these days they'll tell us. Oh, no. We don't know what we're blocking our time for. <laughs> so what is blocking? Blocking, as I understand it, mm-hmm. is, you know, telling you we're going to put, you stand on this side of the stage, you need to mm-hmm. get to this, it's kind of finding your places mm-hmm. in, in certain spots and mm-hmm. where the stage will be, where tables and props will be, and where you need to move and get around them. So like, kind of finding your spot for each number mm-hmm. and, and how that works is, is how I've been interpreting it based on this week. That's correct. Blocking is your spacing. Uh, I think in improvising, you guys call it space work. Okay. Uh, similar to that. So where am I in this space and what are my movements? I think, okay. I was going to say, I think of space work as like doing things, oh, like I'm, mi- okay, kind I'm of wrong. miming things. Whereas with blocking, it seems like Lindsay, go stand here. I see. To start. Yeah, I'm wrong about that. Which maybe can be all things. Space work, I think, in improv is, yeah, yeah, more like pantomime, which you were saying. Okay. Okay, cool. So... I was like, I still don't understand. (laughs) No, no, no. You had it right. (laughs) Blocking is is movement on stage. Um, Sometimes I call it staging, too, if it's like a big number and I'm Mm -hmm. looking at the whole big picture. Blocking... In my mind, for some reason, I don't even know why, but blocking in my mind is more like scene work. So let me ask you this. How familiar familiar are you with your stage directions? Oh, like stage left and stage right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will refresh them before we go. Downstage mm-hmm. is closer to the audience. Good. Upstage is further away from the audience. Good. Stage left and right mm-hmm. are... When I am on the stage facing the audience left mm-hmm. and right. From the actor's perspective. Then, then I've got it. Yes, girl. <laughs> to answer your question, I'm awesome with the directions. <laughs> okay, good. I was just, just double checking that we didn't need to go over any of that. Now, think of I like to think of it like a tic-tac-toe board. Downstage left. Uh, okay. Uh, downstage. Downstage right. Okay. Normal stage right. Center stage. Stage left. Upstage right. Upstage center. Yeah. Upstage left, I think. I forgot what I just said. But anyway, <laughs> basic stage directions. So another thing in blocking. So let's talk about the type of space you're performing in. Uh, this is a proscenium stage, if I'm correct. Oh, the face she just made. She did not know what that meant. It's a big word. I need proscenium. A yes. A proscenium stage is where the audience is on one side. Okay. Yep. Okay. So then you have other types of staging. You have a thrust mm-hmm. where the audience is on three sides. You have in the round obviously where the audience is on all four sides. I'm directing a show right now. Actually, for the first time, I'm directing a show in tennis court, which is not commonly done, but it's where the audience is on two sides, like you would be obviously, oh, cool. at a tennis court. So, 
Um, it's been interesting blocking on that type of stage. Romeo and Juliet were doing tennis court style. That's cool. So I'm excited about that. Anyway, so proscenium, there are certain rules depending on what type of stage you're on and you're on a proscenium. Mm -hmm. So when some, when I say to you, cheat out or open up, what does that mean to you? Try to face more to the audience so they can see my character Mm -hmm. face or whatever. Mm -hmm. Correct. There are times that you'll be blocked doing full profile, meaning facing directly opposite a person with your body turned fully towards them. Mm -hmm. There's going to be times that's happening, but for the most part, you should be facing, like if you're having a conversation with a person, you should both have your body out kind of at an angle. Yeah. Let's see what else with staging. You want to make sure always to gesture with your upstage hand. Oh, interesting. Okay. So even if you're, it's not your dominant hand, it might feel weird, but like, let's say you're waving at somebody across the stage. Yeah. Okay. You want to do it with your upstage hand. Why do you think that is? So the audience can see it. There you go. Obviously. Right. So you're not blocking your face with your arm. Let's see. I'm just trying to think of things that I go Wait, hold on. You said upstage hand instead of downstage hand. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So don't block your face. I was thinking downstage because I'm like, oh, that way everyone can see it, but Okay. Yeah, your upstage hand. The one away from the audience. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to work on those directions. <laughs> Maybe we can play the theater game where you have to no. know your stage. No? You don't want to play a theater game right now? Um, <laughs> so let's see. What other things do I talk about with like basic stagecraft? You want to keep your feet planted unless you're moving on purpose. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So like rocking, you know, in real life, we tend to rock back and forth yeah. on our feet or... Kind of I remember around. that from uh, from the audition. Mm-hmm. You're like, Stancil, if you move at all, make it a choice, mm-hmm. not something subconscious. Move on purpose. So those are just some basic stagecraft things that if you go into blocking, you're not feeling super unprepared. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of things that would help you as you go into blocking to feel more prepared. Okay, what else? What else happened this last week? Have we talked much oh. about choreo? Oh, I was just going to go back to that because we were yeah. talking about words I didn't know. Uh-huh. So I learned that there's a thing called called the dance captain. Oh. We, we, have, we have two dance captains. Okay. One, one, one man and one woman mm-hmm. since the choreo varies a bit. So we were, the first day we were dancing and, and there's one, one of the dance captains, he, both of them are amazing dancers, but, but one of them had done something that was like really cool. Mm-hmm. So the guy next to me was like, oh, dance captain right there. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, great joke. Captain of dance because he's really good at dancing. I see why it's funny. So I'm just... Oh, you up. didn't know it was an actual No, term. and then later on, they're like, and our dance captains are so-and-so and so-and-so. And the guy's like, see, I told you. And I was like, oh, I thought we shared a moment <laughs> of humor. And now see that you just learned how ignorant I am. <laughs> there really are captains of dance. It's just, yes. it's just very fun. Because I only refer to them as, as dance captain, of course. And do you why, like- why use their name when you have a title that includes captain? A hundred percent. Do you salute them when they walk by? I'm going to start. That's Please. a great idea. Just salute. Just no matter whatever you're doing. Just Captain. Stop and salute. I but, love it. But yeah, no, they're really helpful because, you know, the choreographer isn't there with us all the time. They can't be. Right. So like when we're doing other things and you have a question about, oh, shoot, is it my left foot or my right foot? What comes after this? They're kind of, I guess, responsible for helping us know the numbers. And, sure. Because especially some of the hip hop routines, they're just fast and can have like little nuances that if you miss, it throws everything off. So they've been really helpful. Yay. Yeah. So dance captains were assigned and let's get into the choreography a little bit more. Um, was it as difficult as you thought it was going to be? Um, I, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, yeah, uh, it was really fun. 
and it's like physically challenging. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. The other day, well, we were in a hot room. It was like eighty five degrees. Oof. You know, you're just you're sweating. You're going really hard. And it's funny because you look at the number. Or I was talking to someone who was like, "Yeah, it normally takes about an hour mm-hmm. to choreograph one minute of mm-hmm. of dance." And I was like, "That just seems so silly. Like mm-hmm. I can, like I'm thinking of the dance call and like, mm-hmm. oh, we learned. I'm like, well, I guess it was an hour. Yep. <laughs> like, yep, or was. a couple hours. Yeah. So it's just funny. The time goes by. Like all that work and it. When you look back on it, you're like, yeah, we needed that because it took time to yeah make this or to do this together or whatever. You weren't wasting time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you weren't diddly dallying. Dilly dallying. That's right. I'm like, diddly daddly. Diddly daddling. That. that We weren't doing that. Yeah. Like, it, it was moving fast. And yeah. We had a few bricks very short and a few of our between. So like, you know, it's like, it really just, just take a lot of work. It really does. So, okay. It was about what you expected. Oh, the other thing is. You know, we're, we're a group mm-hmm. dancing. And so mm-hmm. there are parts where we move in unison as one and it looks so cool when we do it. But those are things where as an individual, you, mm-hmm. you like being part of any team, you want it to be enough for you to just try mm-hmm. as hard as you can and nail it when mm-hmm. you're nailing it. But you have to be aware of the people around you because mm-hmm. I can nail each motion, but mm-hmm. if we're not all doing it together, it, it's going to look bad. Kind of. 100%. I never. Sports analogies. Yes. Um, I never rode crew, but. I read a book about it once, so I know a what lot is that? about what it. What is road crew? I don't uh, know what that so means. So crew, you know the long boats where oh. I love teaching you things. It's It just feels good. Yeah, please. <laughs> what, like crew, like the rowing yeah, guys? Yeah, it's like rowing. Yeah, so like they're all on the long boat, okay. and there's the guy in the front yelling commands, but like they're rowing together. So like in that sport, it's like most important to have your oars enter the water at the same time, um. because like that's how you get like the momentum and power beyond, <gasps> behind everyone. So it's like... I could sit alone in the back or front or middle of the boat and just like row my, to my heart's content as fast as I can, but you're hurting everyone if you're matter. not doing yeah. it together. So it's like working with the group. It's like maybe I want to kick my leg high because I can do it. That's not true. I can't kick it high. But just try yeah. to think of a dance example. But like yeah. if you don't hit the same level with everyone else, if you're not doing it together, like that's where the fun and the like beauty of the number comes yes. from. So that's that. That's just a fun. That's why I love team I'm sports. I'm using <laughs> that analogy. I really am. You're that's welcome. good. <laughs> that's good. I'm going to use that the whole uh, someone who crew. someone who like did crew is mm-hmm. listening to this and thinking <laughs> she sounds so ridiculous talking about. Well, this. you know what, person, this so just, is not a crew podcast. We're doing our best. Yeah, yeah. Okay, leave me alone, you bully. This is a theater <laughs> podcast. Yeah, leave my friend Lindsay alone, <laughs> crew guy. Um, road, I love that road though. crew. Might not even be the right term. But like, I don't oh, even know. They're shaking their heads. <laughs> But anyway, I love the analogy and I think you're right. I think I I talk about it all the time. Uh, when I directed Chicago, which Mm -hmm. was one of the shows you saw that I directed last fall, that was like key because with Fosse, you have to be one. Fosse is a style of dance, right? (laughs) Yes. It's a style. And he was also a very famous director and choreographer. Yeah. He's the person who choreographed a lot of those iconic songs and numbers. Okay. Okay. So anyway, but with that style, yes, it is, it is so fluid and, and sharp at the same time, but it is so beautiful when everyone moves as one. Yeah. yeah. And so that's being, being part of an ensemble. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and it's distracting though. Cause you're in, well, you could be anywhere dancing, but mm-hmm. we were practicing a room that had like the wall of mirrors. Mm-hmm. And so it's really hard not to look at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the point. You want to like know that you're doing it right. But it's just sure. funny because I'd be like, oh, I'm crushing this. Oh, I'm half a second earlier than everyone. I am not crushing this. <laughs> well, it's po- it's both and, right? You have to be looking at yourself and you have to be yeah. 
aware of what's around you, which is important, like in formations. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going from one formation to another, you've got to stay or your lines are moving. You've got to keep the amount of the same amount of space between you and the people to either side of you. So that's another reason, again, why theater so hard is because you're having to do both and you're having to look in your peripheral and focus on yourself. Yeah. And and there's human error involved there because, like, we have mm-hmm. our spots, but there's always a chance we could be a little bit off or for whatever reason. Sure. And it's like that part of your brain that wants to be right. It's like, I know this is my spot, but I know these other two people are, like, a half step front or back, whatever. It's more important that we're all wrong yep. together than me saying, look at me. Yeah. I was right. Exactly. You're <laughs> 100%. No one, no one knows in the audience when we make those mistakes if we're on the same page together and working together, then it'll look good. But what they will notice is if one guy does something or is doing it correctly even, and everybody else is wrong. They're just different. Yeah. yeah. It just stands out like a sore thumb. Yeah. yeah. So, ooh, that's a good lesson to learn this week. And then that kind of leads into the next thing I wanted to talk about. Speaking of ensemble building, uh, were you able to get to know some of your cast mates yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. this week? We, uh, well, in some of the breaks, just... I think the first week during breaks, everyone was very quiet, mm-hmm. and, you know, Serious. on their phones or pretending to get water or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I just felt like we had more just natural conversation, so which was fun. Yeah. And I'm very aggressive with my friendship. <laughs> I throw it on you fast. I love it. I love that about you. Your eagerness. Hi, what's your name? Where are you from? What do you do? Do you want to know about me? You want to be a friend? Cool. <laughs> that was basically, yeah, how our friendship started. Um <laughs> You said you guys went out for drinks a couple of different nights and had for, some cast or bonding. Or one time, on because we had rehearsal on Friday, like, mm-hmm. which we normally have off, but some people were in the parking lot and just mentioned they were going to get a drink. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm very cheap, so I'm like, I, I don't want anything, but I still want to go. Yeah. So when people like give you a hard time about not getting a drink, I'm like, I'm here for friendship. I don't right. need anything in this restaurant. I'm here for you. That's right. I love that. <laughs> so I attended... The outing. Mm-hmm. I participated. And was it fun? It was a lot of fun, yeah. And it's also fun because the, the director went and I don't know what her title is, but the woman helping with the music and giving us our, assigning our parts. Music director. He just called her the music messiah. And I figured that's probably not the right <laughs> term, but that's what she is to us. Well, I've heard she's very good. So. Oh, she is. Mm-hmm. She's incredible. Um, especially, I don't know. I'm just amazed by people in a room of people singing loudly. She's like, ah, mm. More of this, less of that. I just heard noise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, I love that you can, yeah, that you can piece out what was missing or what needed to be corrected. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was fun to kind of chat with them a bit, and mm. and you know, conversation naturally led to the show where we got to chat a bit about character or or um, or different elements of songs, like which parts were kind of harder for us. It was like kind of fun to have like some one on one conversation mm-hmm. with them also, as humans and also uh, as their official title in the production. You don't have to drink. You don't have to eat when you go out, but like that ritual of going out at post rehearsal. Let's keep in mind. It was like 11 o'clock. I was like, I'm not hungry. I'm tired. No, (laughs) I want to go to sleep for dinner. Yeah. You're tired, but you're also really keyed up. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've just gotten out of this rehearsal. And I think the post show or post rehearsal ritual of going out, the quote, going out for a drink is super important, both for cast bonding and for like when I get, if I don't have some kind of process, um, I don't really go out drinking very often, but I come home amped up. I don't know about you. And it could be late and I could be exhausted. I could have only gotten a few hours of sleep the night before, but I'm amped up. And so sometimes going out and talking can help you like 
come down a little bit so that when you come home, you're not like spewing everything on your husband, (laughs) (laughs) like, or whoever your significant other might be. He was this week. I was doing something. I was singing. He was like, so we've been singing a lot. Oh no. (laughs) Cause it's just like humming to myself. I'm sure it's like very annoying and just like. And everything I'm doing, he's You've like... You've got parts to learn. Doesn't he know? But, like, not practicing, though. It's like I'm... Maybe just like, singing. Like, washing or, like, making myself a snack. I'm just singing about the snack. <laughs> so he's a little... He's a little... It was just very funny. He's like, so... So we've been doing this. <laughs> but let's not as much. Just, I mean, just try it. <laughs> I can... I can feel that. I can definitely feel that. Because whatever musical I'm directing, I'm, like, constantly singing those songs. And it's to the point where I'm like just want this song to get out of my brain. But maybe <laughs> if I sing it out loud, it'll help purge it from my body. And then my or dog... just ingrain it deeper. That's right. And then my dog has to listen to it, and there yeah. we all are. Uh, but I want, wanted to comment on your, your point about going out for your drinks, because I, I feel that in life in general, whether it's mm-hmm. like networking at work or just mm-hmm. making friends, I feel like you never get to know people in the like orchestrated, rigid setting. Mm-hmm. Like Whatever thing it is that we're doing together... Mm-hmm the time that we're doing it is not when we are humans. <laughs> like it's yeah. before and after and during the breaks when we get to know each other on a more mm-hmm. personal level. So I, I've just always found that, you know, volunteering for something or like doing something together that is not the thing we're supposed to be doing, whether yeah. that's a job or something like this, a commitment. Um, that's where those like natural bonds have come from me at least. 100%. So, so they're like drinks. I was like opportunity for friendship. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Because that's another reason why you wanted to do this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Meet new people. I mean, and get out people of... that are different from me that we can learn from, and mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Because it's real easy. I mean, and that's one of the reasons why I decided to take this level one improv class um, at at the comedy house is because for me, I just get so wrapped up in work and work all the time. It's like I need to meet people that are friends that are outside of my life, um, of work. Yeah. So I think like when we live in a certain, I I say area, not meaning like physical, but just like, this is our work Mm -hmm. world. This is our life. Mm -hmm. Like the longer we're in it and we don't branch out, the more it feels like the world. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's like, you have to remind yourself that there's, oh, there's more to work. Like I love the people I work with and they're so much fun, but like, I never want one thing to be all of who I am. So like, you need to find people elsewhere and, and all that stuff. But well, and it's those experiences that, that help us help us learn and grow. Yeah. So, um, what else, anything else, uh, this week that stuck out to you that you want to do a highs and low high and low of the week? Oh, high and low. Um, high was definitely dancing and I'll maybe pick there. There's one number, uh, the song is Voulez-vous mm. and it's one of the songs where I, I sing the melody, which is both good and bad. It's good because it's easier to, to learn because it's the song. It's the part of the song you hear and your brain wants to sing. Sure. It's it's hard because you have to sing the whole time mm-hmm. and it's a very vigorous dance number. <laughs> oh, that yeah. actually makes me think of something that was gonna, that might help you with that. I oh, thought cool. of last week. Have they talked about stagger breathing at all? No. Okay. Tell me everything. <laughs> so stagger breathing, it's, this may not work depending on if it's just you and one other person on a note. It could work, but you got to orchestrate it. Basically, it's a trick that that you do in choir. Um, I learned it in high school choir. Like if a whole group is singing a huge, long note, 
you stagger your breath. So oh, everyone's... So oh. I breathe while you're singing. Correct. You breathe while I'm singing, so the audience still hears us. Mm-hmm. Genius. Mm-hmm. So you could say to your part, if it's you and one other lady hold, having to hold out that note, you say, I'm going to breathe on the six. Can you breathe on the one or whatever you determine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, you're catching your breath there and she's catching her breath at a different place. So the note is still held and we're still coming together on that one part where we have to go up or down yeah, yeah. to resolve the chord. But it's like a little trick you're playing on yeah. the audience. It almost feels like cheating where I'm like, no, because when we're rehearsing, I'm like, I'm going to hold this note no. if it makes me pass out. And then you I'm can't. very tired afterwards. <laughs> it's bet it's better if the audience just gets the overall they what's better that you pass out or that the audience still gets the illusion that passing out because then I win. <laughs> I won that note. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Athlete Lindsay scares me. She's she's coming for me. Um, no, that makes sense. I'm just kidding. I'm like, I'm still going to try as hard as I can to see I if know. I can do it. I know. But then we'll resort to the stagger breathing when that song inevitably yeah. wins. <laughs> stagger breathing is, is a, is a real thing. It's used often. Don't be afraid to, to incorporate As long that. as it's not cheating. Yeah. No, it's not cheat. at all. It's okay. not at all. Okay. I didn't, I didn't come here to do this halfway, Morgan. <laughs> nope. No, ma'am. We do not cheat. <laughs> I wanted to check in with you about if you were able, let's look at, talk about a little bit more of your homework. From last week, were you able to find any throat coat tea? Yes, I did, and I tried it. And? Well, since we were dancing more, like, the first week, I think I probably could have noticed it more, because mm-hmm. I remember the first week, I definitely felt, like, I can tell that I had been singing. Like, my right. throat feels different. Right. This week wasn't quite as much, because they encouraged us to sing during mm-hmm. the dancing, and I, I definitely did, but there were parts of that where we were learning, and it was just the five, six, seven, like we're not singing, right. we're counting. So it was like different. So I feel like it wasn't as heavy of a singing week, but it it is very nice. It feels refreshing. Uh-huh. It, it's a bit sweet for me, like on its own. So uh-huh. I didn't add the honey. It was you enough. You may not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was very good. Highly recommend. Good choice. Did you feel, did you feel the velvetiness on your throat? Yes. Okay. Good. It was very nice. Um, yeah, again, you might want to use it more when you're having to use your voice more. It was probably a weird week. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still a nice tool to have in the shed. Oh, okay, good. A tool in the shed. I love that. I actually don't go in my shed ever because I believe it's filled with spiders. And Lindsay Ooh, doesn't do spiders. No, spiders and snakes and stuff like that. My husband will be like, I'm going to put this in the shed. I'm like, no, I might want to use it. It has to go somewhere else. <laughs> Lindsay not, doesn't go in the shed. I'm not going to the shed. She doesn't go in the shed. So how about tool in the belt? Okay, that's tool better. Tool in the tool belt. I don't wear belts, but I I could wear a belt. You could. I don't believe that spiders are lurking in a belt, so I can okay, mentally good. go there. Okay, good. Construction workers, you know, like you're a con- hard yeah. working construction yeah. person. Yeah. With your belt. Yeah, I just carry my tools because I'm using them. I, I love that. Storm in a shed. That's no, stupid. you just carry them. So they're with you always. Yes. All right. Now, there was some homework for next week that I said earlier, and I'm already forgetting. Pinterest. Okay, yes. Oh, she remembered. I love that you remembered so quickly. That must mean you're so excited about it. Pumped. You know, I I love social media. It's just I want more of it in my life. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Um, So Pinterest, you need to, we we can create and collaborate on a Pinterest board together. That was thing number one. There was something else. We talked about new... I can't remember. I'm just it. laughing because I'm sure the listeners love this part. Ah, because I can't remember <laughs> things. Okay, well, at least the we'll Pinterest remember board. <laughs> at least the Pinterest board will make it on. So that's what I want you to work on for next week, and I'll help you if you want. Awesome. Uh, if you're looking, well, okay. So next week, what are you guys working on? Blocking. Blocking. Okay. 
I don't know much about what that entails. Yeah, like we don't know what numbers or like anything like that. It just says blocking on the whole schedule. That's why I thought it was just being blocked. Uh, it was it. a very logical conclusion. Got it. So now you're working on blocking this week. Make sure you bring a pencil. Okay. Noted. Okay. Because you have to make sure you write down and write everything down. Noted. Write everything down. I will write it down. Okay. That's I will write down to write everything down. That's your homework. Write down your blocking. <laughs> Every director will thank you. <laughs> um, I'm really proud of you. I'm going to keep saying that because I am. That's what it was. I want to close out with this. Okay. So multiple people have approached me this week complimenting you oh. in the show. Oh, stop. I will not stop. Caitlin, your buddy, uh, t- has, sings your praises, uh, said that you're going through this with flying colors that she knows that this is your first show, but most people in the show don't know and that no one could really tell at all. That's acting. There you go. She's, <laughs> there it is. She's playing the part of a professional actor. Folks. I'm acting like someone who's in a musical. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's, you know, fake it till you make it. Um, and then Danny, the managing director, or, uh, and actually he was newly named the artistic director of our repertory theater. Oh, cool. Said that you are, quote, killing it. He approached me. Yes. You should see the look on her face, guys. She's like super excited. He approached me in the hallway and was like, uh, by the way, your friend Lindsay is killing it on her choreography. He said, you are an incredible mover. And I said, I'm so proud of her. And he said, cause he, I had shared with him that you were new to this as well. And he was just in disbelief on that fact. I feel like $1 million. So I just want you to feel encouraged that, um, you are a beginner, but beginners can be successful Yeah, and hard work is, um, worthwhile and pays off and keep up your hard work. I'm proud of you. And that's, I needed to say that. Thank you, Morgan. You're welcome. And I'm grateful for you. I'm Aww. also proud of you, but I, I'm very grateful for your time, your encouragement and your friendship. My heart is so warm guys. Uh, if this, you're... this closet is just <laughs> packed full of love. So there's love to the ceiling in this closet. Uh, on that note, um, if you're looking to find more of us, can we're on... we call it the love closet? <laughs> the love. <laughs> I like. I yes. like what people think it is. <laughs> this is our love closet, our closet of love, where we create amazing. <laughs> this is pod... where Morgan and I go to love each other <laughs> <laughs> and create our amazing. She's like on the floor. <laughs> folks. She is. I'm trying to get away from the microphone so people don't hear me. (laughs) This is too late and I'm, we're not editing it out. That's for sure. Our podcast of love coming at you from my closet. (laughs) Stage right. If you're looking to find more of us, we're on Instagram at stage right pod. Um, in the meantime, keep going out there folks and fail fail big. big.